Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Joe Biden has announced he's running for president. Eh, we'll talk about that. Mark Robinson's running for governor of North Carolina. He's here to discuss that. Love Mark Robinson. Plus, John Phillips, the news of the world. All that's coming up tonight on I'm Right. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what health care decisions women can make, banning books and telling people who they can love, all while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. It was so bizarre. Obviously, that was Joe Biden's announcement posted on social media at 6 a.m. this morning saying he's running for president. We'll get to that part of it here in a second. But you know what was so bizarre about that ad? He was almost slurring his words 
in the ad. That's right. Like he normally does when he gives speeches. And here's why that's so bizarre. I've run for Congress twice, lost twice. I have to do promos and things like that for TV all the time. I have to read this and read that. I, I'm currently recording an audio version of my book, The Anti-Communist Manifesto, available at jessekellybook.com. Everything has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, they'll stop me. My producers will stop me. If it's not this show, it won't work. But if it's a recorded thing, my producers will stop me. And I have to redo it. Because when you're recording something, it's perfect. Joe Biden, that means it took him multiple takes to still slur his way through his presidential announcement. <laughs> Gosh, he's doing really well. So Biden's running for office again. He says, don't worry, we'll get to that in a second. Dome is running for office with him. Uh, that's a disaster. And the Democrats have announced there won't be any debates for 2014. So this whole RFK Jr. guy who's out there campaigning hard against the vaccine, they're not going to listen to Joe debate this guy on stage. Marianne Williamson, which that's hilarious, that hippie freak is running again. You're not going to see her debate anybody on stage. Joe Biden is supposedly just pretty much going to be handed the nomination, very similar to what he was handed in 2016, where they made him debate, and he looked absolutely terrible. I should point out at this point in time, He's going to, should he win re-election, God forbid, but should he win re-election, Joe Biden will be 81. 81, the day he's sworn in. Right now, he's not doing well. What's he going to be like with two more years of brain melt? Even the unbelievable dork Terry Moran at ABC is forcing to, it's forced to admit on the air, uh, people don't want an 81-year-old president. And, and Terry, do you expect everyone to, all Democrats, to suddenly rally around the president? Well, I'll, I'll leave that to, to our, our Democratic uh, former official here. My own sense is that most Americans don't want to vote for an 81-year-old man for president. Well, that's quite a statement from a communist apparatchik like Terry Moran. Hmm. I wonder why that is. We'll get to that in a second. I wonder why that is. Uh, Joe Biden recently was giving a speech, he was calling on Congresswoman Johanna Haynes. This is how he referenced her. Thank you for the members of Congress who are here today, including two outstanding educating Congresswomen, Jonah, and by the way, Jonah Hayes, Jonah, where are you? There you are, Jonah, right in front of me. Stand up, Jonah. <laughs> Jonah happens to be a teacher, happens to be the 2016 National Teacher of the Year. <laughs> Jonah, where you at, Jonah? <laughs> but that's actually not why I'm going to make the point I'm going to make. Joe Biden announced he's running for president, but it's not because he's running for president. I suspect, you might want to record this one, Mr. Producer. This is what I think is happening right now. Terry Moran had some very hard words to say for Joe Biden. You're starting to see a lot more anti-Biden stuff from a totally communist media. Why are you seeing that? And then Joe Biden announces he's running for president. Why now? Why? What's, what's happening here? Well, they're ready to move on from Joe Biden. The Democrats are. 
And it's not because he hasn't been a loyal communist apparatchik. He has. They're ready to move on from Joe Biden because all communism is based on deception. And I can't believe I'm going to say this, but to the communists' credit, they all talk about this. From the earliest ages, from the earliest stages, communists have written down, they've written to each other, they've written down in their own books that they've published how important it is to hide what they're doing, hide what they want, hide their thoughts. If you look at uh, communism in America, when it first started getting going here, early 1900s, and they were trying to infiltrate the schools and journalism and things like that. They would write to each other all the time, publish letters all the time. It's important. We can't let them know what they're doing uh, to this day. You'll see some TikTok video of some tranny nutball teacher. This is how we ta have to talk to students about uh, LGBTQ stuff so, so parents don't find out what we're doing. All communism is based on deception. Joe Biden, it's not that he's old. It's not that he sniffs every child within a 10-block radius. It's not that he's a huge failure. Communism is designed to fail. It's that Joe Biden now is degenerating to the point where he can't do the one critical thing communists need him to do, lie about what they want. Oftentimes, Joe Biden will find himself saying the quiet part out loud. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. You can't say that if you're a communist. Virginia is a reliably blue state with a now Republican governor because Democrat candidate Terry McAuliffe basically said those same words running for office. The communist wants your children. He wants to take them from you and break them from you and mold them in his image. That's what he wants, but he can't tell you that. He can't come out and say that. You can't say that. He knows you can't say that. That's a good way to lose elections and lose power. Joe Biden does this now routinely because his brain is tapioca pudding. He gets up there and gives the game away. So they're going to run him out. He's not going to be around in 2024. So why announce today? He just announced. Why do that? Well, there's going to be a deal. You see, this Hunter Biden stuff is still in the news for a reason. The system buries crimes by Democrats all the time. The FBI buries crimes. The DOJ will bury crimes. The media will bury crimes. They've all proven this time and time again. And yet you're starting to hear more and more about the Hunter Biden crimes and possible charges being brought up. What you're going to see is leverage. It's what you're about to see. Joe Biden is about to be pushed out of the White House. He announced his intention to run again in order to get something out of the deal. The system is going to come to Joe Biden and they're going to tap him on the shoulder and they're going to say, Joe, we need you to go. Can't run. And Joe's going to say, well, I already announced I'm going to run. And the system's going to say, Joe, this Hunter Biden stuff, it all leads back to you. And it does remember that. We now have emails that have been verified from Hunter Biden's laptop that Joe Biden was part of the Hunter Biden corrupt payoff scheme with foreign governments. We know this ties back to Joe. So they're going to tell Joe, Joe, you, you want this Hunter Biden stuff to go away. We'll give him a slap on the wrist, brush it aside if you step aside. 
Joe Biden's going to do it. Joe Biden will not run in 2024. And do I need to remind you? It was a little story. We talked about it on this show, but it's actually a big story. When Joe Biden took off on one of his various overseas trips, the day he left Washington, D.C., the day he left, Gavin Newsom flew from California and went to the White House. As soon as Joe Biden walked out the door, Gavin Newsom was walking in the back door. Why do you think that is? What do you think they were talking about when Joe left and Gavin Newsom walked in and sat down with visitors to the White House, members of the White House staff? What do you think that was? You won't see Joe Biden on the 2024 presidential ticket. They're going to clear the field, blackmail him out of the race so they can bring in Gavin Newsom, who is, of course, somehow even worse than Joe Biden, but he's at least in control enough of his facilities to know he will be, well, he has to lie. And he'll be a good liar, a much better liar than Joe Biden. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. We have the great John Phillips of the John Phillips Show. We'll ask him about my crazy theory about Joe Biden, especially because he's a California man, always on the know, always in the know when it comes to California politics. I I'm anxious to hear what John has to say before we get to that. Let's get to this. I saw in a, an alarming statistic today about the birth rates in America. People aren't having kids. They're not having babies anymore. And I'm not judging you or any choices you've made in your life, nor am I qualified to do so. I'm a, a terrible person who's made a million bad choices. I'm saying on a macro level, as a nation, we're not going to be here in 100 years unless we start making babies. We're not making babies anymore. Young people are not getting married, staying married, and making babies. And without that, all the rest of this is just painting the rust. We're not going to have the people anymore. Chalk, the anti-communists at Chalk, they're trying to save the country with natural herbal supplements. They have a male vitality stack, not needles you stick in your arm, a male vitality stack. Naturally, 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Ladies, there's a female vitality stack. But th that's not all they have. They have endless natural herbal supplements. Live better with chalk. 35% off subscriptions. Go to chalk.com, promo code JESSE to get that 35% off. We'll be back. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was a, there was a connection, a human connection. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. I'm not being facetious. Well, President Harris led this effort. Following with great... Uh, <laughs> and the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Biden's being a pop, a, 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 a Biden's being an extremist. 
America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with <laughs> Xi Jinping. I'm sorry. Joining me now, my buddy John Phillips of the John Phillips Show. Okay, John, Joe Biden says he's running for office. I have a crazy theory. It's just a theory. I know you'll shoot it down. I think it's a load of crap. I don't think he's running. I think the system is going to push him out. They're going to use the Hunter Biden stuff to push him out so they can welcome Gavin Newsom in because he's just too much of a liability. He can't keep the lies inside of his mouth anymore. That's my theory. You know, after watching all of those clips that you just played, it brought me back to my childhood because our home in Orange County, California was close to an old folks home. And every once in a while, one of them would break out and they'd just kind of be wandering down the street. They wouldn't know where they were. My mom would identify what was going on almost immediately. She'd invite them in for tea and then we'd call the home and then we'd tell them, you lost another one and they'd come by and pick them <laughs> up. That's what seeing Joe Biden right now makes me think of. And I, I, I think that there's a certain element of truth to what you just said. Certainly, Biden serves a couple of purposes for the Democrats. Uh, first and foremost, he's an incumbent with all of the power of incumbency. So he's going to be in the news every day. He has incumbent next to his name on the ballot, which is an attractive ballot title. And he controls the ability to appoint and the executive branch of the federal government. He also prevents Kamala Harris from becoming the Democratic nominee, which is what scares the living bejesus out of all of them. Gavin Newsom, as you mentioned, is essentially already running for president. What he's doing right now is essentially making a shadow run. He's a candidate, he's traveling around the country, he's raising and spending money around the country, and anytime he's asked if he's running for president, of course I'm not running for president. Why would you assume I'm running for president? I have sub-zero interest in running for president. And I think what his play is right now is essentially he's betting that this is 1968 and Joe Biden is Lyndon Johnson. Because Lyndon Johnson said that he would run for re-election, put his name on the ballot, and then deep into the process decided that he wasn't going to run for one reason or another. And the candidates who already had some kind of organization that existed had a much better leg up on the other candidates. And that's ultimately uh, how Hubert Humphrey was able to get the nomination. Gavin Newsom is trying to become this year's Hubert Humphrey. Okay. What do you make of Joe Biden keeping Dome on as vice president? Because she adds nothing to the ticket. She never added anything. I get it. You had to go for a token in the beginning. I had to go with the black woman. I, I understand that. But those days are past. If she doesn't help the ticket at all, in fact, you could easily argue she hurts it. Why keep Dome on board? How do you get rid of her? I guess if there was an opening on the Supreme Court, you could put her there. But if you get rid of her, oh, she's going to say that... <laughs> she's going to say that she's the victim of sexism. She's going to say that she's the victim of racism. And, and the one way she could really lash out at Joe Biden in a way that would do real damage, which is why they can never get rid of her, is she can say, you know what? We've had meetings behind closed doors and Biden is losing it. He has no short-term memory. He's with you in the moment. And then he forgets everything. 
and it's all smoke and mirrors and they make him look like he's in charge and they make him look like he's the president, but he's not totally there. It's not Joe's fault that I'm being taken off the ticket. It's the people who are running that presidency. That would absolutely be the fatal blow to him. And she's the one person who can do that. You notice that was the, 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 the road that they took with Dianne Feinstein when they decided that she was in the way and they wanted to get serious about pushing her out. The people close to her said that she was losing it. Man, I love how Democrats do politics. They're so much better at it than we are. It's fascinating to watch. Okay, we have to fast forward because I, I want to definitely want to get your take on the whole Trump DeSantis thing. I said I'm, I'm glad they're fighting. Go in, fight. Both of you go go throw poop at each other. Go earn my vote. Here's a little video of them each taking shots at each other recently. Leaders take the bull by the horns and make the decisions for themselves. They don't subcontract out their leadership to health bureaucrats like Dr. Fauci. This is just out. I guess that Ron DeSantis is not quite as popular in Florida as people thought. I assume, among other things, that they don't want their Social Security cut or their Medicare cut. Can't do that, Ron. John, what say you? Well, a couple of things. Um, first of all, I don't know if I would be attacking the state of Florida as the hellhole example of the United States of America <laughs> and praising Gavin Newsom, which is which is what he's been doing. And, and and with Ron DeSantis, I also think that he's he's missed a step recently. What made Ron DeSantis popular was COVID. It was leaving the state open. It was leaving the schools open. It was not getting rid of the separation of powers. And I feel like now there are all these people around him who are convincing him that he was popular for reasons other than that. And I am a big believer that politics is not that complicated. Don't overthink it. You're the guy that was right when everyone else was wrong. Just be okay being that guy and accept victory. And seeing these two go at each other reminds me of a gubernatorial election that we had here in California some years ago, where we had two candidates who were huge bohemists. We had Al Checky, who was very rich, and Jane Harmon, who was very rich, and Gray Davis, who was a lieutenant governor who had no money. And the two rich candidates went nuclear on one another. And the calculus that ended up playing out was, when A attacks B, it benefits C. If these two go nuclear the way that they have been and the way that I think that they will as we get closer to the voting and as we get closer to the primary, I think you could see a lane open up for a third candidate who doesn't have all of the baggage. I don't think that candidate is in the race yet, but I could easily see this leading to a draft Glenn Youngkin or some other individual who could come in clean and really run the table. Okay, so you actually give Glenn Youngkin a shot? I just assumed it would be one of these two. I think that's that's the likely scenario, but it just depends on how nasty it gets. Because when you have brutal primaries, sometimes you know that can that could damage a candidate to the point to where they're unelectable in the general. I mean, go back to the Democratic nomination back in 2016. 
Why did Bernie Sanders win all of these states? It wasn't because he was popular. It wasn't because people thought he would make a good president. It's because there are a lot of Democrats out there who just hated Hillary Clinton. And it was just baked into the cake that the public just hated this woman. She's the most reviled person in the country. And they were stuck with her as the nominee. She really is the freaking worst. John, appreciate you, brother. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me. Everyone really does hate Hillary. Who loves Hillary? Nobody loves Hillary. All right. You know what I love? Clean air. Big fan of not breathing in mold. You know you have smells in your home, right? We all do. Not because of you. I'm sure you keep a clean home. We all have smells. Because you have viruses and mold in your air. Eden Pure Thunderstorm is not your normal air purifier. It's not some big tower that sits there and makes a bunch of noise. It's just this little black box. Plug it in the outlet in the wall. Doesn't make a bunch of noise either. But you will smell the difference in your home because it doesn't produce more odor like the weird oil thing or the candles. It removes odors from the air and that's the, that, what you're smelling is it removing viruses and mold from the air. My family's healthier because of Eden Pure Thunderstorm. My lungs feel better. I don't have allergies anymore. They have three packs for sale for my viewers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Code JESSE gets you a three-pack for $200 off. All right? We'll be back. Because look, Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is, has all the four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what, is this that's where exactly you're going? what This is told. where he's going. The laptop that, right. is Russia, yeah. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia? I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President? again with Russia. My favorite part of that clip is the moderator jumping on the grenade for Joe Biden. I want to stay focused on race. Oh, I'm sure you do. Joining me now, Natalie Winters, executive editor, War Room. Natalie, give us a little of your brilliant insight on this letter. There was a letter. Where did this thing come from? There was. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. I think the really important point that hasn't been made about this letter enough and that I will continue to make is that the 51 signatories of it, yes, they may be members of the intelligence community, but they are members of the swamp, members of the permanent political class, the people who, whether it's a Republican or Democrat, anyone at the exception of Donald Trump in power, they've made millions of dollars in their consulting fees. Everyone who is on that letter, yeah, they used to work in the federal government, but they leveraged, they parlayed those connections to somehow get some cushy consulting gig. And you know what, Donald Trump, this, like, this concept that no more foreign wars ending the 
this globalist agenda abroad, that was really, really, really bad for business. So these people wanted to do everything they could to keep Donald Trump out of office. And obviously the Hunter Biden hard drive was glaring evidence of the Biden family corruption and definitely would have tanked his candidacy in 2020. And now we're finally learning from congressional subpoenas that it was just that. It was campaign propaganda. In other words, Secretary of State, now Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who was then a campaign advisor to Joe Biden at the time, was intimately responsible for reaching out to coordinate this letter. So it never should have been perceived as unbiased, you know, intel reporting, but rather just as a press release from the Biden campaign. Natalie, this is the kind of thing that destroys the public trust in our institutions. When we've watched the conduct of the FBI, we've watched the conduct of the CIA. How are normal Americans supposed to look at this government for anything now? I'll tell you, me personally, call me a conspiracy theorist. I think I'm being lied to about everything. No matter what they tell me now, I assume you're lying to me because you've been lying to me about everything. Why would I assume anything else? You are, and I think COVID is probably the best example of that in modern history, if not frankly, all of history. And the slogan, trust the experts, they don't just get to hurl that at us and then freak out when we don't listen to them because time and time again, the evidence, and frankly, it's the evidence that they fight, whether it's through legal battles or hide it, so you can only get it through Freedom of Information Act requests, this evidence that they hide, frankly, always proves the conspiracy theorists right. And like I said, it all comes down to power, whether that's power in the form of money and nice cushy consulting contracts uh, for these defense contractor types who really compose and comprise a lot of the signatories on that letter, or the fact that deep down all of these people are just far left democratic and frankly, in some cases, Marxist political activists. But I think this semblance, this notion, this idea that people who operate in D.C., right, the Anthony Fauci types of the world, these nonpartisan bureaucrats, that is so far gone. These people are political apparatchiks who do the dirty work of these puppets, just like Joe Biden, but people who subscribe to really a whole different system, a whole different conception of the world order, whereby the United States and our principles of limited government and the idea that you could leave your house if you aren't vaccinated and you don't have an amazing social credit score, they fundamentally want to change the way the world operates. And they use every single crisis, even something's not a crisis, they'll turn it into a crisis, but they're using it to advance a very, very nefarious social agenda. Natalie, can you expand on that a little bit before we get to the Merrick, Merrick Garland, Hunter Biden stuff? People don't know, like you know, what this, what you're talking about. Why do you go from the CIA and then make a bunch of money? Aren't, aren't you just a patriotic spy like James Bond doing it for you know America? How does this translate to money? What is this world? Yeah, if only. Um, you know, I unfortunately have had to spend a lot of time looking into how the money gets passed around in Washington, D.C. And a lot of my work in my early days focused on the Chinese Communist Party. So, for example, a lot of former members of Congress, but even former members of the federal government in high-ranking positions, particularly at intelligence levels, if you read through the Foreign Agent Registration Acts, which are not conspiracy theories, they're documents housed at the Department of Justice, you can see that dozens of 
of people who fit that criteria have gone on to work for the Chinese Communist Party and their various kind of proxy companies. And it's just, you know, the, the term is the revolving door. Um, but I think that's a too cutesy of a term for something that really is a lot more sinister because it begs the question. And again, the Chinese Communist Party is just one example. Big Pharma puts these people on their payroll, big tech. But why would these entities, which really pose an existential threat to American liberty, American freedom, the American way of life, why would they put these people on their payroll if the policies that they pushed while they were in Congress or the federal government uh, weren't actually advantageous to their agenda to begin with? In other words, these people don't push policies that are negative towards big tech, big pharma, the Chinese Communist Party, because they want to keep their options open career-wise. Yeah. And we are lacking patriots in this country. All right, to the IRS. There's a whistleblower out there with some pretty heavy allegations against Merrick Garland and Hunter Biden's case. What's going on? Yeah, so when we talk about accountability in these congressional investigations, I think what we're really talking about is where we can get members, whether it's the Biden regime or high-level bureaucrats like Anthony Fauci, where we can prove that they actually perjured themselves. And in this case, this is what the IRS whistleblower has to, has to deal with. So a few days ago, there was an op-ed released in the Wall Street Journal that sort of broke this story, which was saying, and again, the two individuals named by this employee at the IRS were unnamed at the time, but they were two political appointees within the Department of Justice. And of course, the Department of Justice has become very radical and very weaponized under Joe Biden. But we later found out that the individuals were none other than Merrick Garland, the attorney general of the Department of Justice, the guy who's sort of running the entire show. So it's certainly curious um, that this whistleblower has a lot of evidence saying that he perjured himself when he provided testimony about how he hasn't been interfering in this ongoing investigation out of Delaware into Hunter Biden for whether it's financial crimes, tax crimes, and how that extends to broader deals with America's foreign adversaries like China and Ukraine um, and a host of other countries. And even, of course, the human trafficking connections, the sex trafficking connections, all this stuff that you've sort of heard about on the hard drive. But what this really gets to is this is, I think, a chance that Republicans have to actually go after a very high-ranking member um, of the Biden regime, someone who's part of the inner circle, that they may have caught red-handed in terms of perjuring himself um, over his alleged uh, involvement or lack of involvement, as Merrick Garland claims, um, in basically running cover for Hunter Biden out of the DOJ. Natalie. Come back soon. Keep doing what you do. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Dirty family. Uh, you want to be excited about something? I'm excited about something. How many times do you ever see me get excited about a politician? And I'm not saying I worship the ground the guy walks on, but Mark Robinson in North Carolina, he's their lieutenant governor, total stud, kind of guy who makes you want to run through a brick wall when you hear him talk. He's running for governor now. He's going to win. We'll talk to Mark about that next and why Texas barbecue is superior to theirs. Maybe. But first, let's talk about rough greens. Talk about your dog. We love our dogs, don't we? We love our dogs, and we want them to be around a long time. We want them to be healthy for a long time. We've all gone through it with the dog. The vet bills start piling up. Things start going. Joints start going. The coat starts fading. You can tell your dog is not being healthy. Well, your dog's not being healthy because we never give them real nutrition. Because we give them dog food. 
And that's not your fault. Most people don't know. I never knew. There's nothing alive in dog food. They killed it all. They killed it all so it would last longer on the shelf. So bring the food alive. Dump rough greens on there. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics. Why do you think veterinarians tell people about rough greens all the time? All natural. It's a supplement you pour on your dog's food. Keep your puppy alive and around and away from the vet, huh? They have a free jumpstart trial bag. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse, all right? We'll be back. Before you today is the first black lieutenant governor of North Carolina. History teaches us anything. It's that Americans don't run from trouble. We run towards it. Now it's our time to stand up and make history. That's what I'm fighting for. And that's why I'm running for governor. Will you join me? Yes. Great day. Been hoping for this day. Joining me now, the current lieutenant governor, future governor-governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson. Governor, for those who have never seen you on the show before or heard you before, who are you? Where'd you come from? Well, thank you for having me here today. It's a pleasure. Uh, my name is Mark Robinson, born and raised in Greensboro, North Carolina, number nine of 10 children. Had a pretty pr rough upbringing. Saw some tough times as a young man, father, young husband. Uh, overcame those tough times, and I now find myself uh, emerging in the world of uh, what they call politics. And I believe the experiences that I've had in life uh, will uh, will serve me well because it'll help me serve the people who have gone through the same kind of struggles that I have. So uh, that's just a little bit, little bit about who I am. And you know, I, you know me. I firmly believe in the American dream. I believe in our Constitution, and I believe in what made this nation great. And I know what made this nation great is not the tents of socialism and the foolishness that we're seeing now. So we're uh, moving into this thing uh, fully intending to uh, fight against those things and do the things we need to do to keep this nation and our state, North Carolina, uh, great. Mark, why don't more normal people like you run for option, uh, run for office? Normal people with a bold vision, not these people that were in politics their whole life, and I interned for this idiot and that idiot, and then I started running. We need normal people, but they don't run. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you exactly why, and they're going to attack me over this. So many of us have, have experienced difficulties in our life. Uh, so many of us have faced financial hardships. So many of us have made mistakes in our lives. It, you know, financial mistakes, personal mistakes. Uh, many people have had, you know, a myriad of problems in their lives. And, you know, people want to be private and people want to keep their lives private. But in politics, we have created this thing where we try to fillet people and open them up for scrutiny, where we don't scrutinize other folks the same way. I would submit to you, when was the last time you went to a doctor and asked your doctor, you know, uh, what do your finances look like? Uh, who, who was the last person you slept with? Have you ever cheated on your wife? Uh, have you ever been, filed for bankruptcy? We don't ask our doctor these things. Uh, certainly you might want to ask your banker that maybe or somebody who's going to be handling your money. But we ask people pertinent questions based on the job. Many of the things that you see politicians being, uh, being uh, fingers being pointed at them and being demonized, their lives being filleted, being skewered over, has nothing to do with the jobs that they do. In fact, 
people who have overcome many of the problems that we see in society today and come out uh, come out of it on better better for it on the other end can take those experiences into office and lend that advice to others and lend that advice to legislation to make lives better for other people but we push those people out of the arena we scare them off and i truly yeah. believe it's done on purpose yeah you know i that's probably the answer i get the most when i tell normal people to run I, i've done too much bad stuff in my life i tell them everybody has good grief you, you should see my list of things all right you you're outspoken about an issue the Republican Party is very afraid of, abortion. Democrats have used this issue to win elections. There's no question about it. But yet you are bold. You're always bold when you speak, but you're bold when you speak about it. Why? Because I have very strong feelings about it, you know, for a myriad of reasons. Chief among that is my faith. Um, you know, my faith is what leads me to stand against abortion. I don't believe abortion is compatible with uh, our, our tenets in this nation. Our tenets are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, life is number one, and you, you, you know, liberty. You can't have it if you don't have your life, and you can't pursue your, uh, your, you can't pursue your happiness if you're not alive. So it, it goes against those tenets. But beyond that, you know, um, you know, when you're talk, we're talking about this abortion issue. I, I really want to change the narrative here. I don't want to talk about abortion. I want to talk about life and how do we bring life to people and bring it more abundantly. Many of the issues that drive people to abortion clinics are substantive issues that we can work on as elected officials. Things like our adoption system, childcare system, healthcare system, uh, even our schools and public safety. Those are issues that oftentimes frighten people into the abortion clinics. We want to do everything that we can in North Carolina to work on those things so that people feel secure to have their children. We want to partner with places like crisis pregnancy care centers that immediate that, that, that come in and give immediate services to those young women, those young men in crisis who don't know what to do and feel like they're at their wits in and feel like they don't have help. We need to partner with those people to encourage those folks to let them know you are not alone in this. We want you to have your child. And not only do we want you to have your child, we want to help you be successful when you have your child and help your child be successful once they're born. You know, in short, I want to just change the whole narrative from abortion to life. When I say life, I mean life from, from, from conception all the way to graduation, all the way to maturation. We have to make North Carolina a state, a destination state for life. That's what we want to do. Amen. I, I, I love that you speak about this because I saw something actually this morning that said 19.7% of Generation Z are now identifying as LGBT. And setting aside all the other insanity of it, Governor, we're not making enough babies to keep being a nation anymore. I know this is something people don't like to discuss, but we're not gonna be around if we don't start getting young people getting married and making babies. We need to, and we're not doing it, and we're not gonna, all this stuff is, none of this stuff matters in 100 years if we don't make enough babies to stay around here. You know, you, you touch on a great point, and one of, and this the point that you're touching on goes directly to it to an issue that I'm very passionate about and plan to focus on throughout my campaign. And then, if I'm elected, once I'm once I'm governor, if I'm elected, and that's education. You look at what's happening in education right now. We no longer teach our, our, our we're no longer teaching our children about the basics of biology, which is there are two genders, male and female. <laughs> we are not teaching our children that anymore. What, do, what kind of chaos is that going to create? That is creating absolute chaos in the minds of young people. Minds that are not fully formed yet, 
are not capable of making these decisions, we are encouraging those children, some of those minor children, to go out and get sex change surgery. The president of the United States co-signed on this. And we're pushing those agendas inside our education system. What do we expect to happen with our young folks? They're not going to get married. They're not going to have children. They're not going to know which way to turn because we're not giving them that base, that base. And the worst thing about it is this. Many of the school systems and many of those, those uh, healthcare systems are pushing the parents out of the equation. We have got to push back against that agenda and get back to teaching our children what they need to succeed. And it all starts with education and that starts with the parents. Amen. Governor, I want people to support your work. Can they do that? Are people allowed to support you yet? What are we allowed to do? I don't want to break the law here. Absolutely. You can go to Mark Robinson for NC. Check out my website. There's a donation porthole there. You can uh, give to our campaign. You can support our campaign. Tell folks about our campaign. Tell them that there's somebody in North Carolina that's not running for power or privilege or any of that. I'm not running because I want to be a big shot who calls himself the governor. I'm running because I want to partner with the people of North Carolina so that the, so that that I and them can get together and work on the substantive issues they face to make North Carolina better for both them and their future generations. I like it, Governor. Talk to you again soon, sir. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you, as always. Mitch. All right. I love that guy. We got to lighten the mood next. Before we get to lighten the mood, let us get to just something briefly here. Just want to pull out something here. So we just had another announcement recently that gold is up 2%, 2.1 to be honest. Silver is up 4.3. So if you called Oxford Gold Group and you got gold in, or silver in your IRA, 401k, if you got gold and silver coins delivered to your front door back when I first started talking to you about it, you're richer today. If you waited, your dollar is worth less, and also, you don't have the added value you would have had. The dollar is not doing well. It's not going to be doing well. They're not even pretending like they're going to cut spending. Have you seen what the international community is doing? There has never been a more important time for you to have gold and silver in your possession. It needs to be in your retirement accounts. It needs to be in your physical possession. And Oxford Gold can handle both of those things for you. And they handle it in a real chill way, which I love. I hate the hardcore sales pitch crap. Make a phone call. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They will take good care of you, okay? 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. And uh, the production team really dug deep for this one today. <laughs> We're going to get in so much trouble. It's going to be great. Before we get to that, let's get to this really quickly. Uh, let's do, do something serious before we laugh. We can't forget about the veterans who still struggle. I know you're thinking, ah, we're kind of done with Iraq, we're done with Afghanistan. No, you don't understand. Uh, they're having it worse now than they've ever had it. Because now, on top of having to try to come back from combat, now they're so disillusioned with the country and where things are going that we're losing them at a faster pace now than we did when things were going hot and heavy. That's true. They need help. They need real help. 
I'm not talking the VA. Here's a bottle of pills, best of luck. I, they need an organization, a professional organization of veterans who will help bring them from that place into a good place so they can move on and we need them to move on. We need them to stick around and that's what Boulder Crest does. So if you're one of those veterans, I want you to reach out to Boulder Crest, okay? Everyone else, we need to help them help the veterans. Your donation, my donation, pays for these veterans to come back. Haven't they earned that from us? Go to bouldercrest.org and give what you can give, all right? Bouldercrest.org. All right. It's uh, National School Bus Driver Day, and, uh, well, here you go. It me. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. 
Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse.